Coach Berkeybile here. I am live at a Rotary Monticello Club. And for those listening, uh, Rotary is a, a group of community leaders that get together. We've got, um, you know, real estate agent. We've got bankers. Um, so we all get together and we serve the community. We serve international. We, we try to fight polio. And we're also very heavily involved in the exchange program, both inbound and outbound students. So like us on Facebook, the Monticello Rotary Club. I will post this video on that. So if you guys want to share that um, with friends, family. But we're always looking for new members to join the club. Uh, so definitely uh, share this with others. We'd love to invite you. It's, it's Wednesdays at noon is when we have our meeting. So let me know if you're interested in that. So also today, um, Kirby sponsors a podcast that I host. And you can see the picture on the front here. So Coach Jordan is our CrossFit coach. And I'm on it with him. And we talk about mental health. We talk about physical fitness. So we, we podcast, basically release it every Monday. Um, so I thought, why don't we kill two birds with one stone? I'll do a podcast and we'll bring these uh, guys on and I want to talk to them anyway. So here we are. I'm excited to uh, invite. I've got three of the runner up uh, state runner up basketball team from the, from the high school here. So I have uh, Ben Cravens. I have uh, Tanner Benner camper and I have Trevor Fox. Um, so guys, when, when Mr. Reedy, he was the principal for Mr. Clapp, Mr. Clapp was just here. I think he had to step out. He'd always say the fall kicks off the school year. And if the fall athletes have a really good year, it just it carries that momentum through the year. So, Tanner, you're in golf. I want you to talk a little bit about the golf season before we get into the basketball season. So you finished, I were down 31st in state. Yep. The team got 8th in state. Um, so did you expect, was that your expectation going into that, uh, that season? Um, as an individual, I, that was my goal was to make it to state because my first three years I was just short of that. Um, as a team, we were a very young team. We had myself and Will Ross, who were pretty much the only upperclassmen, and then we had a couple other freshmen who were going to come in and help us out. Um, but going into the season, I had no idea that us as a team would make it to state. What's your What's your strength in your golf game? Putter, driver? I'm pretty good putter, um, pretty good off the tee, just putting it in the fairway and putting it on the green two-putt par next hole. So you told me you're, you're going to play at Milliken. Um, so you're training right now, yes? Yes. Uh, was that your goal going into high school is, is to come out and play, continue playing? Uh, yeah, it was definitely um, – an option that I could have done could have just gone to school somewhere and just get an education. But, um, for four years to play, f uh, competitive golf, that's a great opportunity. I'm very thankful that Milliken allowed me to do that. Absolutely. So Trevor, you're on the soccer team. Uh, soccer mm -hmm. team went, uh, 19, six and one. Uh, they were ranked fourth in the regionals and ended up winning the regional. So what do you reflect back on that year? What's maybe a, a fond memory you have? Well, the, the whole soccer season was a really fun time for me. Uh, I got to play with Dylan, who I also played with basketball. So I, I learned how to play with the team during soccer season. I learned how to win, and that really translated into the basketball season as well. Absolutely. So um, Coach Turner's been here with the golf, uh, golf program. So uh, Tanner, tell me about Coach Turner. Maybe what's your favorite thing about him or what's, what makes him the best coach in that sense? Uh, he's not really uh, too serious of a guy. He likes to have a lot of fun, which kind of keeps the team morale up. Um, which is a good thing, I think, as a coach, just know when to have fun. So, Trevor, be careful here. What's your favorite <laughs> thing about your soccer coach? Uh, you you let us play. You'd tell us when we'd mess up so we know how to change that. But you also let us have fun out there. You knew us. You knew that we knew what we were doing, so you let us play and didn't didn't interfere too much with us. Okay, very good. Acceptable answer. Um, so the football team went eight and three, uh, won first round of playoffs. Um, volleyball was, uh, you know, they were about a little over 500, but here they turn around, beat Unity in the regional final. Uh, they were like, th Unity was 31 and three. So it was a major upset. So you're seeing all this success in the fall. 
And then, uh, Ben, are you are you shooting hoops? What are you doing in the fall to kind of get ready? Yeah, so basketball is, I mean, it was my only sport. Um, and it had been that way since pretty much middle school. So, um, you know, during the summer and then during the fall, I kind of had really strict, like, workout routines. So, um, you know, I would, I'd be traveling places, you know, playing ball and lifting and getting workouts in. And, um, you know, I took really good care of my nutrition and everything like that. Um, so I was just really focused on basketball, and um, you know I never really had thoughts about playing uh, many other sports, um, which is I think kind of rare for someone in high school. But um, you know, just I was always really focused and dedicated to basketball. Um, so during the summer and the fall, that's kind of what it looked like. So Ben or maybe Tanner, do you, are you guys seeing the success, and you're like maybe we can keep this going when basketball season starts? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, a lot of the the guys that are, um, you know, playing football, they also play basketball. And, um, you know, we, uh, you know, our, our senior class especially, you know, we had a really athletic group and we knew that uh, their success in football and all the other sports would definitely translate uh, to the basketball floor. So I want to give you my perspective. Um, you had the COVID year the year prior, and basketball really got hammered in the sense it was like, uh, let's go, let's start now, you've got a week to prepare. And they only gave you, what, like eight games in that year? Um, and I believe, but I was trying to look at the records. You lost to Tolono. I think you lost to St. Joe that year. Is that Does that ring a bell, COVID? We, uh, our St. Joe game got canceled. Oh, okay. That was our last game. The thing with conference is once a team starts to beat you, it's they believe they can beat you, whether they have more talent or not. Um, I've seen that with soccer over and over again. So – to kind of break that spell, um, it, it, it's hard to do. So I, I guess I didn't really know what to expect with you guys based on that COVID year. Um, I try to keep tabs on the basketball team. Um, so what were um, your expectations, Tanner, going into the basketball season? Um, I remember talking to Ben over the summer. Like I said, I think we're going to be around 25-win team and sectionals somewhere in there, maybe a super sectional. Um, but we going into summer, we really had no idea how good we were going to be. Trevor, was there a moment during the season um, you're like, man, we we really got this going? Uh, I mean, there definitely was, but I also didn't. I wouldn't think too far ahead. I'd think we can win the next game that we're going to play, and that's how I that's how I took it. It's one game at a time. Ben, same question for you. Any moments that kind of stood out? Um, I think we got off to a really hot start, um, you know, and then we won our, our hoopla, and then we kind of hit a rough patch, and we lost a couple games, um, and then. We uh, towards towards the end of the season we started playing really well again. So um, there was multiple moments during the the season when I knew that you know we we had a chance to do something really special you know at the end of the year and um, you know so I w I wouldn't point out one specific moment but um, you know I think we always had a lot of confidence in ourselves. So been in that hoopla you. Um get to the final with uh, Tuscola, yeah. and uh, you're matched up against Quinn, Jalen yeah. Quinn, yes? Yeah. So Quinn is playing. He's going to go play at DePaul? Uh, Loyola. What was uh, – did you tell Coach Roy you want that assignment? Did Coach Roy give it to you? Did you relish that assignment? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm really competitive naturally. So, um, you know, when he asked me if I, if I wanted to have that assignment, um, yeah, I didn't have much hesitation. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, defense is – I mean, it's, it's a team effort, so – um, you know, I, I enjoyed the challenge of, of being on him, but, you know, without, um, you know, the other four guys behind me, you know, we don't have near the success that we did. So, um, that game, it was really just all about, uh, 
you know, the team being locked in on our assignments and, uh, you know, understanding the tendencies. And, um, you know, we just played really well defensively as, as a team that game. So are you trying to get in his head or anything? Do you trash talk or any? Is, no. are, are there trash talkers on the tre team, Trevor? You'll tell me. Uh, Xander definitely is, yes. Okay. <laughs> Getting it all out here. Good. Um, so we have uh, Tristan Foran, who's, who's our speedy wide receiver. We have Joey Sprinkle, you know, our big quarterback. Um, they're both going to play college ball here. So, uh, Tanner, you maybe what did they contribute to the team? Tell us about them. Oh, they just brought a lot of experience um, in basketball. You know, all of us did. But uh, those two, especially with the winning side with football, um, seeing a state championship their freshman year um, and just getting to be a part of that kind of brought that level of success to basketball. And both of them just played phenomenally um, throughout the season for us and were really good. So, so Trevor, let me ask you about Dylan. Um, Dylan Ginelik was, I knew him as a seventh and eighth grader and he was dribbling a bass, uh, a soccer ball better than my high schoolers at the time. So I knew he was going to be a special ball player, but he all, he was kind of short at that age. So I knew he played basketball and I was kind of like, well, is he really, is this a waste of time? Like, is he going to be that good? Um, so I was way wrong. So tell me about what Dylan brought to the team. Uh, Dylan is very competitive. He's going to try to win in any, even any drill at practice. He's going to try to win that. So I knew he was going to help us win. Going back to soccer, yeah, he was short, but also when, when you try as hard as he does, he's going to be successful. He really uh, pushes others, yes? Yes, very much With so. that competitiveness? Yeah, if you're not playing good, he's going to let you know. <laughs> very good. Um, so as you guys are progressing, you make uh, the sectional final, which is El Paso Gridley, and in my mind, maybe that's one of the toughest matchups you, you face. So what was the thought going into that, and, and how did you guys execute on that game plan? That was probably the hardest game that we scouted going into that because we knew they were a very competitive team. Uh, they had two top players, and when we have uh, defenders like Dylan and Ben, we knew we could match up against them well. And then Tanner and I, we knew we were good help defenders, and then Joey as well protecting the rim. So we just had a good game plan going into that game. So against St. Joe, you've got Ty Pence who's uh, going to play ball. He signed somewhere, yes? ISU. Okay. Mm -hmm. So who got, hit? Who got that matchup? I did. Ben again. Mm -hmm. So how is that different than Jalen Quinn? It's different because he's uh, he's taller than Quinn was, but he's also not as quick. So uh, for me, I liked guarding him better um, because I knew he couldn't beat me off the dribble. So if I was able to keep him out of the lane, um, I knew I was going to have a lot of success. Um, and, uh, you know, Trevor and Tanner and everybody else uh, behind me as well, we – uh, really locked in uh, on him hard uh, that week of scouting. And, um, you know, we just had a really good game plan again uh, in that game, and we were able to be pretty successful. So one thing Coach Roy told me is he doesn't show film of you guys. He shows you footage of other people. Uh, I'm kind of the opposite, but, um, you know, it's each their own, and it's a different sport. So do you guys maybe want to talk about um, maybe a time Coach Roy did a really good job of scouting for a game for you guys? Is there one that sticks out? I wouldn't say one specific one, but I would say for sure every game we, um, you know, he makes sure that we're prepared with our assignments um, and what we're going to do offensively. And um, I, I believe that he's one of the, the more detailed coaches that uh, you'll play for. And, um, you know, our, our film sessions are, you know, we're all locked in and, um, you know, he makes sure that, uh, we know exactly what we're, we're going to be, uh, you know, doing in terms of the game plan. So I wouldn't say one specific one, but every game, you know, he makes sure to have us locked in. 
So you guys were extremely efficient with the ball, and I think Coach Roy said you get the best shot, whether that's the first five seconds or you need to take a whole minute to do that. Um, so was that hard to establish that patience, Trevor? Uh, it is. In the summer, you you play how you want to play, but once the season starts, you play the way that Roy wants to play, and th that's how you win games is when you and you start listening to your coach more. But at first, it's 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 hard it's hard to do that at first, but once the season started going, it, it was not difficult for us. We all knew. We'd been playing with each other for a long time, and we knew how each other played, and we knew that w how we needed to play to win. Ben, was that challenging as the point guard to maybe slow things down? Um, no, not really. Um, at the beginning, it was a little different, but um, I think having everybody bought into that style of play, um, and he would let us run as well. So, um, you know, we were a team that got a lot of steals and um, got a lot of fast breaks. Um, so, you know, we were still able to – to get out and run and uh, do that a little bit. But, no, it wasn't too hard, especially seeing the success that we were having playing the style that we did. So, um, you know, like I said, once once we all bought into it, it was really easy. So I tell my guys, as long as you play within the rules, and you, you, you the goal is to win. So if it's not the fanciest style of play, that's okay. A win is a win. So with that said, though, um, would you guys implement a shot clock at the high school level? I'm just curious. Tanner, can I start with you? Um I know Coach Roy would like me to say no, okay. so I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, I know several times, uh, was it the Rockridge game that we heard their student section complain <laughs> about us holding the ball for the first three minutes of the second quarter, but at the same time, like we're winning. So I don't know why we would change our style of play when we're winning. So No, I, I would not implement a shot clock. Because what Tanner said about that Rockridge game, I remember even when I was shooting a free throw, I heard one of their – one of the kids on their team t tell me that I even shoot my free throws slow. <laughs> so, so Ben, to uh, part of maybe an argument would be to translate to the college game. We need a shot clock at the high school. Would you would you agree with that at all? I just think there's something unique about um, the high school game not having a shot clock. I think um, you know there's just completely different strategies um, in terms you know comparing with the the college game and the high school game, and um, you know I. I We've been without it for so long. Um, you know, everyone's used to it, and I just I don't see the reason why you would want to change. But. Sure. So, guys, tell me about the Assembly Hall experience. Um, we, we, you know, we all watch the game. We're all cheering you on. You know, some of your biggest fans are here. Uh, so, just tell me about the Assembly Hall experience, Trevor. Can I start with you? Um, at first, you're it's it's overwhelming. You see everyone. It feels like everyone's watching you. There's a lot of people there. But once the game starts going, you're just playing basketball. It doesn't it doesn't affect you too much when the game gets going. Uh, I know getting off the bus whenever we got there for the first time, kind of walking in underneath the uh, stadium, just kind of seeing everything down there, kind of like being like one of the Illinois guys, you know, it was kind of a cool experience. Um, but then, like Trevor said, once the game started, you know, everything just kind of faded away and it was just kind of another gym out there, you know. Yeah, I mean, going off what they said, it's just, I think the first the first time you, you kind of go out there during the warm-ups, um, you know, we uh, – it, you know, it's a little intimidating, I think, at first. But once you get used to, um, you know, the sights and, and the rims and all that stuff, you know, we always go back uh, down into the locker room, um, you know, for one last little talk. And then kind of once you do that and you come back out for the second time, you kind of get used to it a little bit. But, um, you know, it was still, even during the game, it was a little surreal. Um, but you're not really thinking about that, you know, at the time. But, you know, just looking back at it, um, you know, it was definitely, it was a crazy experience. So as you reflect on the season now, is it, I know it was tough getting out of there, um, losing so close. Is, is it 
easier now to kind of look back and really just be fond of the memories? Yeah, I think with time, you know, it gets easier. Um, I mean, I still haven't watched the, the last game yet, and, you know, I, I'm not sure if I will, but, um, you yeah, know, I think, you know, the farther we get away from it, you can kind of look at your, your season as a whole and just realize that you were 33-4 and four and you broke a lot of a lot of records and, you know, you, you made a lot of good memories with the guys that you've been playing with since you were, you know, since, you know, ever since you can remember. Um, so I, I think having that perspective now that we're farther away from it um, kind of allows you to, to appreciate it a little more. Very cool. Uh, to kind of add on to that, um, like you said, doing it with guys that we grew up with, you know, the best friends, going through that journey is just something special and something that we'll remember the rest of our lives. Um, and with that final game, yeah, it hurts, but Monticello basketballs had a – phenomenal history just excellent basketball players go through the program excellent teams and to be known now as the best team to ever play it's incredible absolutely Mm -hmm. Uh, as time has gone on it's definitely been easier to accept but even at the time i mean after the game we were all crying but it's not just because we lost that we were crying we we all realized that that was the last time we were going to play competitive basketball together like as a team and that really hit in recently when we when i've been looking back at things and stuff like that but yeah it, it's been easier to get over it now so trevor i think the interesting thing about your senior group is a lot of you just are really bonded together and some of this coach glenn my assistant coach is coaching you guys as club soccer players um so tanner did you play a little bit with them i did yep. and then joey sprinkle played so you've had an opportunity to kind of really stay with these guys for a long time yes mm-hmm. yes Playing, playing with people that you know is a lot easier knowing because you know what they're going to do with the ball. You know where they're going to be when they don't have the ball. They know, you know who they're going to be, their tendencies when they're guarding people. And it just makes it a lot easier when you're playing with people that you know. And when we've been playing with each other since we were in fourth grade, even other sports too, it makes it a lot easier. So I'd be remiss to not mention uh, Coach Mary. Um, so I'd get in trouble if I didn't mention him. So do you guys want to talk? We talked a little bit, but do you want to mention what he brought to the program? Coach Mary, the assistant. He kind of brought that uh, good cop to Coach Roy's bad cop. Uh, he, he was a real joy to be around, you know. he I don't think we would have made it there without him. I mean, he was just a great guy, great coach, and I'm definitely going to miss being underneath him, coaching. I was uh, I was able to really relate to Coach Mary Will, um, being that he played point guard like I did, and, you know, he was left-handed, and we are very similar players, so um, – Having him, you know, on the coaching staff and having him, you know, always in my ear on the bench and um, just kind of giving me tips and reminders and, you know, heads ups on some, some certain things. Um, you know, like Tanner said, he was he was such an important piece. And, you know, I think the assistants will often get overlooked, but, um, you know, the players know, you know, how much value he really brought to us. I agree with Ben with that. Uh, Coach Mary did help us a lot, mostly with the mental aspect of the game because – He's played recently, so he knows what you're going through as a player. He knows how you feel when you're out there, and he, he tries to help you through it. And even the freshman coaches, the Coach Plunks, they, they played recently as well. They brought that aspect as well, and they're both very, very helpful. Very cool. So, Tanner, I'm going to start with you. You, you mentioned you're going to go to Milliken. Is there a certain major you're going to uh, lock in on? Finance. Okay. Ben, how about you? Uh, I'm going to go to Parkland, and I'm studying ag business. Okay. Trevor? I'm going to Butler, and I'll be studying sports media. So are you wanting to be a broadcaster, or what's the, what's the goal here? 
Uh, given everything a try, we'll see what I like the most. I've, I've been a little bit into broadcasting and I enjoy it. So yeah, that could be a possibility. Very cool. Um, or is there a way to follow you guys? Especially if you blow up on, on media, uh, is there a way to follow you, Trevor? Uh, uh, this mean, is yes. part of it. You got to have a, a brand, right? Yeah, but Trevor Fox. I'll, I'll make brand. it. I'll make it. I'll get there. Soon. And you'll let me know then. Yeah, I will. Okay, yeah. Tanner, how about you? You on Twitter? I'm on Twitter and okay. Instagram. Yeah. What's your handle on Twitter? Uh, Twitter is uh, capital T and then my last name Benny Camper. And then Instagram uh, T underscore B E N O twenty three. Very good, Ben. So I mean, I'm on Instagram mainly. Um, that's kind of the only one I use. Um, and my handle would be Ben C R E S A P. Very good. So I don't use Instagram. That's kind of an older, you know, the younger crowd uses mm -hmm. it. So um, so I do want to allow for uh, questions in the audience. I'll kind of repeat the question, but uh, we, we definitely would like to open up to questions. Yeah, Royals back there. Yeah. When I first met him, he had a Kansas City Royals shirt on. I didn't know his <laughs> name, so I just called him Royals. So that's stuck forever. <laughs> So who did the best Coach Roy impersonation is the question here? Joey. Yeah, yeah Joey. Hands down, <laughs> Joey. We all agree that it's Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Did he ever get caught doing it? <laughs> he, he wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the goal is to have Coach Roy here, and we'll, we'll quiz Coach Roy. So, yeah. <laughs> What else we got, crowd? Nothing? Yeah. Were you guys surprised by how much the younger kids of the school system kind of keyed off of what you were doing and were excited to see you guys before and after? I mean, that's definitely something surprising. But now that I look back on it, it makes more sense. Because even when we were seventh, eighth grade, I remember that team that did go to state, and we, we worshiped those kids. So we knew. I mean, it's kind of the same situation, but you don't you don't think about that when you're playing. But then after the season, you realize that that's that's a surreal moment. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. This has been fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. having us.